0: Say that word Come
1: into episode 49 and we're covering some john waters sleaze for the first time and i'm joined by dale roy who
2: you just kind of got introduced to john waters huh yeah pretty much recently you, yeah after you after i joined exploited you start talking about john Waters, so i went out and got myself some i, I think the only movie that i'd really watched his was like Packer. And I think I seen some of the, um, serial serial mom before.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was it. (laughs) Yeah. That was some of the first stuff I seen. I didn't even really know that I'd seen John Waters movies before. And then I discovered, uh, I had like a older buddy that lived down the street and, uh, he's like, Oh, you got to see this movie. And it was like in the porno section at the video store. Really? And, uh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah pink flamingos and i was like i checked it out and i was like god this is this. that was probably my introduction to sleaze like i mean i'd seen pornos and stuff but like this is kind of in your face sleaze you know what i mean like it's a lot of i think pink flamingos has more uh than female trouble but like both films seem to have a sleazy very sleazy heavy element going on in them most of the Early works of John Waters. I don't know. Like even Pecker has a sleazy
2: feel to it, you know? Right, right. Yeah, this is definitely this definitely has a a sleazy slant slant to it, and uh, definitely fits right in the. I mean, it's weird, but it definitely fits in the EC wheelhouse.
1: Yeah, I mean that's I don't know why I haven't covered any John Waters yet. Uh like Pink Flamingo should have been first out of the docket, I suppose, but I don't I don't know if J Dog was hip to the John Waters or not. I never heard him mention it. And I think I tried to get a review of Pink Flamingo's or something like that, but I thought, well, Dale, he's a willing Canadian, he'll try anything <laughs> once, you know, so
2: Or twice. Or <laughs> twice, yeah.
1: <laughs> He's pretty open-minded to sleazy shit.
2: <laughs> he's like a sex swing. <laughs> mm. I tried pot once, and then and then I tried it again, and then, and then I tried it again. <laughs> I know that that's a, that's a weird one to try because like you just keep trying it
1: <laughs> and you can't stop.
2: I'm still undecided. I have you know some more future uh, tests.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's more test. There's always more testing that needs to be done. <laughs> Hey, I thought I wrote an article that uh, stoners are skinnier than non-stoners, so I don't know how that's possible, but uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with it.
2: <laughs> yeah, what well, I thought you're supposed to get the munchies. <laughs>
1: hey, man, but, like, but like, I don't know, these fucking stoner hippies nowadays are out like playing disc golf and shit, so they're more
2: <laughs> active, you know? Yeah, right. You just and gotta but, phase I to up. The pay- you know, games, I think. It depends how much you're smoking, I suppose. If you're smoking right, all I mean, the time, then who who's stuffing food in your face? You're always puffing away. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't know. I've been in there before.
1: <laughs> I'll, like, eat and hit a joint at the same time, so it'll be, like, back and forth, you know? Like, bite a sandwich, hit a joint, wash it down. <laughs> bite a sandwich, hit a joint, wash it down. It's kind of like a smoked lunch, sort of,
2: or like, pot like a side.
1: Well, it's like a, it's it's part of the vegetable family, so technically <laughs> it's like a side, you know, have
2: some of your greens. It's healthy. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's healthy. Mom, it's like, mommy said bye eat bye your bye. greens. <laughs> I know. And I I must have subconsciously listened, but I forgot that I was supposed to eat them and not smoke them. So. <laughs> Back to John Waters, though. Perfect, yeah. yeah, John Waters has had quite a career. He's kind of a pop icon now. He's popped up in, I don't know, I see him in, like, some weird places. And so it's like, are you really culturally accepted now? Like, I guess, I guess culturally he is. So it's not really, I don't. I guess this wouldn't be obscure as much, because I think a lot of people have seen some of these movies, Um you hadn't, I don't know how you hadn't seen any of this before, like, rumors of Pink Flamingos, and I've got to check this movie out, and you did watch Pink Flamingos, right? No, I still haven't. Did you check that one out? I still haven't. Oh, you haven't? No. Oh, well, <laughs> I've I got won't it. don't know anything for you. It's <laughs> sleazier, it's, it's some of the stuff is sleazier than what's in female trouble, but, you know, that's for another day, another review for another day, so. Yeah, I, th- I
2: think you told me something about a chicken. Yeah. There's some <laughs> It's all in good fun though. Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Of course. Um so yeah, we're we're doing the one review again for this episode. Um we're trying to keep a short episode, but we do have like a massive episode here planned. Uh and will probably get back to the more uh voluptuous format that we've You know, listeners have come to know and love, and maybe that format has turned new listeners off. Oh, my God. A whole podcast in one sitting? No, (laughs) you take it in sections, you know? It's basically, like, I always looked at the show as, like, yeah, there's bigger podcasts out there, you know what I mean? And they may be, like, um, in regular rotation, for most listeners out there, like number one, number two, I like to think of us as maybe number three when all the other podcasts aren't don't have a show up, you know, and then you have like where, I don't know, you've listened to podcasts, Dale, like I used to listen to a lot of podcasts and usually like um, for a while I was doing cleaning and I would be able to like throw a po- like um a couple podcasts on there and it would like be through, you know, throughout my work day and stuff, I could listen to those two podcasts. But, like, ours is one where it can cover your whole day. Like, it's it's your whole work day. Like, you don't need five podcasts to eat up the work day. You you got one massive just blam right there. So I think that's our strength. I don't know. It might be our weakness. Who, who gives a <laughs> fuck? People that have come to love this show, I'm sure they like the longer formats. And they are diehard podcast listeners, so...
2: So, to all you... Go ahead. I was just saying, we're giving them something a little different for a while, but I'm sure we'll be hitting back into the old style soon enough. Yeah,
1: come the holidays, yeah, October, I'm sure we'll have a Mammoth uh, anniversary-slash-Halloween episode like we do every year, so... Gargantuan, who knows what (laughs) it's gonna be. We haven't thought that far ahead yet, but we are planning something fun for August, so...
2: um, it's with guest hosts so that's got to move we'll halfway just... across halfway across the country again first <laughs>
1: well oh we're gonna bring
2: up that huh well i don't uh, know unless you I don't, don't want to talk about it <laughs>
1: oh I don't know. Look, yeah well like i don't know i think I maybe we like off the cuff mentioned stuff on like past episode but yeah i moved back up to michigan for the summer and uh we'll be returning to tennessee here uh in august so um but you know nothing's going to affect the show of course it'll still go on and uh just like it did when i returned back up to uh to michigan so our just me and dale's time zones finally connected and made it and had this beautiful baby called short episodes and. uh <laughs> We were able, we we're able to do more, a little bit more, but mm, not as large. So, but I think that just has to do with it's summer, and you've been doing shit, I've been doing shit, I've been working six days a week, so it's been quite busy, and I haven't been watching a lot of movies, but I did get a chance to take in a Joe Pesci film called Family Enforcer, a little mobster flick, uh, recently took in. I uh, I had like a burn of it for like a lot of years, but I never watched it. And then um, <clears throat> as a flea, I was at a flea market down in Tennessee and I found out like it's never been released officially cleaned up on DVD, but there's like a uh, VHS rip uh, DVD out there. And I went into a flea market and they had it there for like a buck. And I'm like, well, how can I pass this up? And it actually turned out to be pretty good. It had some '70s Bush in it. You'd like that, Dale? I'm sure. Yes, I would. <laughs> I'm a bush fan. So it was nice. I thought I thought about you when I seen it. I thought Dale would like this. You know, it was like a hallmark moment. I wanted to like take a snapshot and send you like a card, a family card, and stuff. So
2: you know me, I love my old. Uh... My old seventies movie with the bush and my old seventies porn.
1: And your old seventies lady with the seventies bush. <laughs> I'm guessing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> i like, huh. wonder how Dale does Dale like keep it keep it real? Like, does he make his old lady keep it real?
2: Is he dedicated? Oh, yeah. I told her I like it furry like, when we got together. Isn't
1: even not like, is even like a make. It's like women would be like. I don't have to shape my pussy. All right, it's like less work I have to do and stuff. Like, I, you got I, it. Put all this time in at work and just to spruce it up for the man. He's not picky. He'll 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 lick into the forest.
2: Absolutely, that's half the fun.
1: <laughs> it's like a treasure hunt, isn't it? It's like you know what it's like to like these these Aussies are always talking about being in the bush. You know what it's really like to be in the bush, don't you? <laughs>
2: yes i do <laughs> i can
1: only imagine there's a lot of swallowing of hairs
2: <laughs> not really just saying <laughs> not really oh, okay
1: you like comb it before <laughs>
2: there's uh, not any hair on the inside
1: <laughs> oh no it's about like the outside just like brush off like dead loose hair you make sure it's like brushed and grew, you never grew you, ne- well. you never
2: ate a hairy pussy fuck no dude <laughs>
1: Man, get get
2: with the program. (laughs) I I
1: guess I gotta try it once, huh? Yeah. There you go. I mean, eh. I'm open to new things. I'll give it a whirl once. I'll tell you how it works out. If I come back and there's a hair in my fucking throat, I'm gonna be pissed. (laughs) I don't want to be like, the next episode, I'm like, (sighs) (sighs) trying
2: to get that hair out, Dale. (laughs) Those are the hazards sometimes. Of course, of course. You've at least poked between some whiskers, haven't you?
1: I I pr- I already oh, told you my Yes. Uh, I told you. My
2: no, you said you didn't mind it either way when I asked.
1: Well, I mean, like when like you're exploring down there, the jungle and stuff. Like you prefer to be a clean, clean cut. You know, I don't. I do. But um, have I hit it? Have I hit it, bushy? Yeah. I'll, I'll yeah, do that. That's 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 all right. That's acceptable. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I'm just worried about you know hacking up on some hair. I don't want. I don't need a hairball. I don't. You know, I want to avoid it. But uh, to each his own. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't hating on you, Dale. <laughs> that's
2: cool. I don't care. <laughs> Go ahead.
1: <laughs> so we're we've rambled on here for quite a while. Um. The progress of the magazine—it's coming along. Um, some other writers have been brought on, and uh, so there'll be some more articles here. So I was hoping by the end of the month uh, of July and early August, probably isn't gonna probably isn't gonna happen by then. Um, just because I want to get these other articles in, and I want like an array, an assortment of stuff, I I want that first issue to be. Uh, oh more bang for your buck i guess so to speak so
2: maybe super halloween
1: maybe that might be a possibility actually at like the latest um actually i would like to still stay within the boundaries of august um oh really keeping fingers crossed yeah sometime in august um at least for the first run uh we're hoping to do up like I don't know, like 100 issues at first to see how they go. And then probably print more um, if there's demand for it. Of course, it'll be unlimited um, downloads uh, because you'll be able to download a PDF of it for a little bit cheaper. So. But I you know everything seems to be going towards digital and stuff and a lot of people have recommended not putting a magazine out in physical print but I want to cover like all bases and everything and just see how things go. Well
2: you you've, know, well, you've wanted have... a physical zine ever since I met you. You've wanted Well I,
1: I want yeah I did ask you about something about it before I know yeah. when you first came on. I you know it was probably before you came on the show. Yeah, I think we were chatted, uh
2: You're like, before, you want to start up a zine? <laughs>
1: and you're like, ah, it's a lot of work. And rah, 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 a lot, lot of money. I had to fucking, uh, fucking kind of give you a good old little shake just to write an article for this fucker. Because you're like, ah, and I'm like, well, you want to be more involved? And you're like, ah, the old man. <laughs> I've already done that and that. Uh, so, no, but, um, you know, it's it. Hey, it's something to do, something to produce, something stay creative and keep keep the creative juices flowing and um, I don't know. I mean I think people will get some some kind of mileage out of this. Uh, it's Is it something that nobody's ever seen before? Probably not. Um, but it'll have its own brand and flavor and taste and whatever. So, you know, and I think, I think it'll reach like a wider audience than what I had first imagined. So it's going to be a good combination of uh newer, newer movie reviews and obscure gems. So will be a little bit of, for everybody in there and then, you know, people will be able to you know, open up their, uh, open up to new genres and stuff like ruffies. you know, I want to open that genre up. Come on. I'm always tooting the Ruffy horn over here. So there's not many, very many places to go for that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I mean, there's been some sleazy magazines put out. Of course, you know, we, we talked about Metasex on here and everything and right. there's been fans. That was years ago out. though. Metasex. Yeah, that was years ago, and they only ran like I think an issue a year and stuff. And you no, know, we I'm like I'm shooting if this works works out well. Um, even an online based some um, you know thing. I preferably if we did the, if I kept going and I did more issues and stuff like that. Um, I would probably always print some physical, but like if they didn't sell very well because I mean you were talking about what printing like a thousand issues with your magazine, right? Yeah, that's what I was doing. See if they ain't selling or anything, I, I couldn't, I couldn't justify printing that many issues. But, you know, if people were interested and, you know, they were, they were moving, I like the way I figure figured this first issue, you know, we'd like, we talked about on here, we'd like to give a few issues away on the show, do a contest and stuff. I see a lot of the first issues probably being given away to people to review and see what they think and, you know, stuff like that. Is that how you worked your first issue or what?
2: Uh, it was kind of, it's just different back then. Like everything was flyers and everybody did snail mail. Yeah. Yeah. You know, back then, that's how you got your name out. And like, I had a lot of contacts from all my years in the scene before that. So like lots lots of people knew I was, it was coming out and then it got reviewed in metal maniacs, which was available all over the globe. Really? Like even my little itty bitty town up in the mountains in Canada, was like, Three different convenience stores had it on the shelf, you know.
1: And you went and picked it up and there you,
2: there your review was. There it was. What? There it was, Man, and the I reviewer were... the reviewer, were... the, reviewer, the reviewer said uh if I, I still kinda remember the quote, he's like if you eat metal for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and a midnight snack, then you have to have this fanzine or something like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that put it over for you, huh?
2: Yeah, it brought some attention for sure. Little little goals reached. It's awesome, man. And then I had you know, record labels after that falling over themselves trying to get me promos. i just had tons coming all the time. Really? Oh, we yeah. I still have a lot of promos. Oh, yeah. I still know. get tons. Way too many. Ah, <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I just got a package yesterday with like 15 new releases to review. I was like, and you're like, oh, God, i got to listen to all these. Like, shit, <laughs> I'm, shit I'm already behind.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dale's a busy man in the review world. Send him your send him your demo tape. He'll probably review it. Yeah. Maybe.
2: <laughs> so yeah, I'm not doing the print zine anymore, but I'm still doing the magazine online, basically.
1: Yeah, there's a link to that on the uh website. Also I may mention I've been I don't know, I changed the website a little around the Betaloo logo and stuff. I just try to freshen things up a bit and uh yeah, I don't know. Trying to trying to keep the boat rolling, and it's uh, it's almost been three years. The show's been out, so you know, time to freshen things up, change it up a bit. You know, so little douche. Yep, <laughs> got a magazine coming out. We clean the clean the website up. Maybe we'll eventually get around to getting a a URL, but who gives a fuck? Because everybody seems to be doing the blogspot thing now. Yeah, seems like it. Yeah, you know, it's it's a better way to go, and you know it's not hard. It's just whatever whatever the podcast name is, Blogspot. Com. You know, it's just
2: I oh yeah. When it's so when so out. many people are oh, doing it, they just get used to that address and just let's just right, add it's the, like a li- Add the name onto the Blogspot address.
1: Any <laughs> like you gotta physically type it in in this day and age anyway. What is this fucking fifty six k dial up? Just click a link.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Just just click it, you know. That's it. Like, or just Google go it. Facebook page. Google it. Yeah. We're on Talk Shoe too. You can just go there and you know, gotta go to the website and just stream it or go through iTunes, you know. So it's it's so convenient to listen to the podcast now. It's you know, we're 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 covering everything pretty much, so <laughs> Now, if we could just get back to two shows a month, <laughs> I don't know when that'll ever happen. I don't
2: know either. Maybe, Especially if we're going never. back to long
1: shows. <laughs> no, we're not necessarily going back to long shows. I think that's just going to be something. And then, maybe you won't. know, the. I think the regular shows will be shorties and then we'll have like a big show that we do once in a blue moon, you know, I don't know, like sounds good six of them a year would be all right i don't know like it just like seems like we need to cut down and that's just makes it difficult for us to be able to come together with the show i mean it takes like a week to fucking record that mammoth show i see how Corey does it he just he does like the same thing except he breaks it into three shows and it's like i just could never do that we're gonna cover one topic and...
2: he stopped doing that he's just doing single shows now he doesn't do this It's
1: easier. It's easier and it's easier to just do whatever shows. Like I guess one thing's a main form. By the way, point. shout
2: out to and, Corey from Fault of mysterious information. Since we mentioned him. Oh, I'm sure I'm sure
1: we'll play the trailer on here. We always do, so Corey was on the when was Corey on? Or did we just chat with Corey? I don't remember. I, I had him on for my
2: solo app and then you did part of the app with him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I could have sworn we talked to Corey not too long ago though. The Whisper King, the Whisper fucking King,
2: yeah. Power Ranger podcast. That's because he's yeah. trying not to wake up his kid and his wife.
1: Yeah, I was he like, whispers all the I time. Like, are you just doing this for effect? He's like, actually no, my wife and my kid are sleeping. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, that explains everything. I thought you're just like a serial killer tinkering like down <laughs> in the basement. And you have bombs made, and you don't want to talk too loud because you're afraid that like one of them will explode while you're messing with it. You don't want to <laughs> breathe on it, so.
2: I know That's I heard... how I envision Corey. <laughs> yeah. I know I heard his, his old <laughs> podcast. He did one episode. I guess his wife and kid were out. And he sounded like so much different when he's talking with a normal voice.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, I like the Whisper King. Don't ever change that. That's like his signature.
2: Sounds like Steven Seagal.
1: Yeah. It's, he's a Steven Seagal podcast, too, as well. Not just the Power Ranger, but, yeah. you know, underneath that costume, it's Steven Seagal.
2: So. <laughs> Pretty much.
1: I'm sure. So, I don't know. We rambled on long enough. I think we should uh, get into a break and then we'll uh, get into the review. Sound good?
2: Sounds good. You're listening to Expl- Roll Cinema. <laughs> I like interrupted you. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like,
1: Roll. <laughs> it's all good. Look,
0: the, idea the star of Pink Flamingos is here again. See. It's divine. She's got balls, and she's got female trouble. I'm a thief, and a shit-kicker, and, uh... I'd like to be famous. Dawn Davenport is eating a meatball sandwich right out in class. Here she is, divine as Dawn Davenport, a feisty young high school girl. My parents are going to be real sorry if I don't get them cha-cha heels. Nice girls don't wear cha-cha heels. Give those presents. i never wear those ugly shoes. I told I you not to about... love. Yes, she had a lot of problems. And she found herself in big, female trouble. Me. I just wanted to tell you that I'm pregnant and I want money. Maybe just because you got them big udders don't mean you're something special. It's hard being a loving mother. I give her free food, a bag, clean underpants. What does she expect? Look in the mirror, Taffy. For 14, you don't look so good. Never have I encountered such a morally Bankrupt group of people. Yeah. In either. In either. If they're smart, they're queer. And if they're stupid, yeah. they're straight. Crime enhances one's beauty. The worse the crime gets, the more ravishing one becomes. I'm going to chop off your scrawny little paw. Watch as Divine performs the most perverse acts ever brought to the screen. I blew Richard back. <laughs> Fucking beautiful, I can't stand it myself! Shut 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 up! You'll follow Divine's life of sex and crime from its tawdry beginning to its very end. That is comfortable, too. (laughs) Share the tears and laughter with Divine, Edith Massey as Aunt Ida, and the Pink Flamingos Gang, a new high in low taste. John Waters' Female Trouble. She had a lot of problems, coming soon from Saliva Films.
2: Welcome back to Exploited Cinema. We are covering Female Trouble from 1974, directed and written by John Waters.
1: Starring Divine, the voluptuous, cross-dressing Divine. As Mrs.
2: Dawn Davenport.
1: Dawn Davenport. Also, actually, she plays dual roles. So yes, she wolf, does. So you win as we go along, because <laughs> it's my favorite, one of my favorite scenes. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's awesome.
1: So we got, yeah, you know, we got Don Davenport, and uh, she's like a teenager and stuff. And Christmas was coming up, and she wanted cha-cha heels for Christmas. Right? She, but she better get her fucking,
2: She better get her fucking cha-cha heels. Yeah, this girl is
1: fucking crazy. Bought some cha-cha heels, so like she comes down to Christmas and she opens her gift and it's shoes, but it ain't cha-cha heels. And uh, Don throws a fucking—it's like a tornado came into that living room. Mom and Dad are so excited for her to open these shitty shoes up, and uh, she finds out, yep, yeah, it's not cha-cha heels ends up like what not what she uh, knocks the christmas tree over on her mom
2: yeah she basically kicks like her parents ass <laughs> both of them yeah she like corrupts like knocks her mom to the floor and then picks up the christmas tree and slams it down on her and then she hits it's her awesome. dad <laughs> yeah and then she it's runs out awesome of the house christmas in her pajamas whatever
1: <laughs> it's a white trash christmas is what it is basically <laughs> definitely so this dude rolls up in this car and he's like, "Hey, he's such a scumbag!" And of course, she gets in with him, and he uh, he takes her out to like the woods where there's like this mattress on the ground.
2: It's like a dump and in the woods, it, yeah.
1: <laughs> it, he pulls his pants down. You can see he's got like poopy underwear. And stuff. <laughs> so <grand> and <laughs> grimy and. And a uh, nice little fun fact. We we said we had a nice little fun fact. Uh, Divine actually uh, fucks her himself. Yeah. Yeah. So she's on the
2: rolls. Divine's on the bottom and on the top. Yeah. <laughs> Given yeah it to it's herself. amazing. Himself. Shim. Yeah. Shim. <laughs> Shim fucks himself. Herself. Yeah.
1: Him. Her. Her. Him. <laughs> Shim. Yeah. It's a mind fuck of a scene. I, I I dug it. It's probably the greatest scene. They just fucks her in this dirty old mattress in the woods. Good times, good times. But uh Dawn is uh knocked up and uh old boy uh Earl Peterson he's working at I don't know, he's working at some like metal machine shop or something. Yeah. And uh, he says he ain't gonna help her and everything. And this is one Doesn't of my favorite. Have...
2: This is one of my favorite parts of the movie when they're talking on the phone. And oh, and, yeah, yeah. and he says to Divine or uh, Dawn, "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> like who's told themselves yeah. to go fuck themselves? <laughs> right. The I already did that. <laughs> I already fucked <laughs> myself. I thought yep. that was a nice little bit of irony. <laughs>
1: uh, a little bit after that, like. uh well yeah, we see Divine going like all these odd jobs and stuff and uh like exotic dancer and whatever else. And so she's like working at a diner or
2: something. Yep. What's that, that? I said yeah, and then she has the she has the baby in the middle of all of this. Oh yeah, but like where
1: does she have the baby? Like in her living room on the couch. Yeah. She runs that like,
2: she, she yanks it out and it's all like gooey and bloody and Just pulls it out of between her legs. Real baby. I don't know who they got the real... And it was a newborn. It wasn't like, let's put this one-year-old in there. Oh, you ain't seen shit.
1: Once you see Pink Flamingos, you'll see all kinds of weird shit in that one. There's like a fucking sex slave ring going on where they're like knocking up these girls to have babies for lesbian fucking couples and stuff. Yeah. I
2: was just wondering, like, (laughs) who who gave John Waters a brand new newborn baby? (laughs) Yeah. John, John Waters has some
1: pull on getting children in the movies for his weirdness. So.
2: I know during the uh, commentary he said that uh, he's surprised he doesn't get like any charges of child abuse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, you uh, you listen? To, I never listened
2: to the commentary. Anywhere. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. <laughs> I listened to at least some of it. Right, right. So, just like, just yeah, like when she... they're having sex on that mattress. He said that they really, like, did that in some dump, and the workers, like, were, like, freaking out. (laughs) They really (laughs) just went to, like, a random dump and did that scene. (laughs)
1: That's fucking awesome, man. Yeah, it looked grimy. It did look like it was at some fucking dump heap or something, so... So, yeah, uh she has her daughter and daughter grows up and she ends up being like a little shit. Uh, I guess we could jump around to this one scene. I really like with, uh, she's got her boyfriend over there. Yeah. He's such a scumbag looker, right?
2: Yeah. She picks and, him up uh, with like the hairdresser or whatever. He's a hairdresser. Yeah. Right.
1: And, uh, remember that's this gator. Yeah. The scene, that scene, uh, where he's like, like where they get all weird with the tools he's got his toolbox there what is he fucking with like a screwdriver or hammer or something yeah
2: (laughs) and then he has like a a bag of carrots and he shut right when he's about to come he like grabs a carrot and (laughs) shoves it in her mouth mouth. and gets off on that somehow (laughs)
1: that was a freaky scene i'll tell you that and then he's like uh what is it his aunt or whatever she keeps trying to hook him up with.
2: Um, she wants him to be gay. gay. I wish you were a gay guy. <laughs> gay <laughs> people like, are nice. <laughs> he's
1: like, I want to go and work at the uh, in the auto industry and move to Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Brings that one gay guy over to try to hook up with him and stuff. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, so yeah, we like she one... Don like with her has her high school buddies around and they go and do crime too on the side. Oh yeah, that's
1: right. And yeah. I love the one scene. Well, she... like...
2: When she, her daughter's being a brat, they like chain her down to the bed and stuff. And Don complains. Oh yeah, yeah, that's great. Don complains, I hit her with a car aerial and tie her down to her bed and she's still a brat.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, like, I tried everything and nothing seems to work.
1: <laughs> yeah, this movie's filled with like great scenes. Like eventually, uh. Dawn and her boyfriend or whatever they split or maybe they were married or something but like I love that scene where uh, he like goes over to her house and he's like hey I got a, I got some surprise for you and she's like oh yeah what is
2: it and he just socks her in the fucking and face socks her out I gotta go <laughs> on a, I gotta go away present for you <laughs> Yeah. Just bam. that's fucking awesome and then he closes the this door and leaves <laughs> oh man that was good stuff.
1: So, yeah, like, basically, yeah, she uh, Dawn goes to this, like, hair salon or whatever, but, like, I don't know, they're, like, trying to make her into a criminal, too. There's a bunch of weirdness, and, uh, I don't know, eventually, like, I don't know, I know we're just jumping around, but, like, I know that one scene where uh, she gets acid thrown in her face, and I'm like, you're even more
2: beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the salon owners, at first, they're, uh, they're really weird. And yeah. Everybody worships them for some reason, and... and they're like arty photographers on the side, like Andy Oral or something. And, uh, yeah, they that, want to take pictures of, yeah, they want to take pictures of a uh, divine committing crime. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's basically the run of the sex salon and the weirdness and stuff. And, uh, interesting fact about the, the, the husband there that, uh, with the mustache, mm-hmm. David Lockery, he's uh, he's actually in pink flamingos also. And it's like, uh, basically a villain type character uh i guess apparently he um he was gonna be in uh desperate living which i haven't seen another one of john water's flicks but um he bled to death while under the influence of pcp which uh yeah that's fucking crazy yeah Some of these actors right, right after this movie I think. yeah not too long after yeah well, there's, you know, Divine was supposed to be on uh, Married with Children, but died, like, the day before they started filming, was going to be a regular character on there, like a neighbor oh. or something. Really? That would have been
2: that would have been fucking perfect, yeah, man. Would have been, like, yeah. Peg Bundy's friend or something, right?
1: It would have been a perfect, Divine would have made a perfect character on that show, because it was so, like, uh, trashy and stuff, you know what I mean? It would have, like, just been perfect, so. Yeah, it would. But yeah, like um, yeah, it's like Dawn, yeah, like ends up going on all this crime and this craziness, and like winds up in prison, and then gets like the fucking electric chair, and I don't know, it's like this. I kind of like um, I've read some stuff about how it, like
2: well, the reason had she got the with... electric chair too is right, is she had this big final performance, and her daughter became like a Harry Krishna, and her daughter shows up and tries to like save her or whatever, and Divine like <laughs> strangles her to death backstage. <laughs> And then she goes yeah. out and does her performance she's jumping on a trampoline she pulls out a gun yeah. shes like, who wants to die for my art and she starts killing people in the crowd <laughs> like shooting. yeah them.
1: it's like it's got some hidden messages in it and like um these like pink flamingos and this seem to have like some connections to manson family like um
2: mm, it
1: does. well in pink flamingos on the, on like one of the walls like uh on the street like uh brick walls. I guess they apparently you can see in a scene like I guess John Waters went and spray painted this says, like so, says free text Watson. I've even read that like I guess Waters visited Watson in prison and yeah, like he did. um I don't remember the scene like off the top of my head but Watson like, actually it makes inspired sense. something
2: in this movie. Yeah. Well the, he, the like, whole made crime is kinda, beauty photography thing that was from Yeah. I guess that was inspired by Watson and then during the credits there's like a helicopter. That was made like a toy helicopter, and um, Watson made made that helicopter.
1: And gave it to uh, Waters when he visited him in prison, so... And, uh, I don't know, John Waters, like, I don't know what his whole relationship is and what his opinion is, but, like, I read Tex Watson's book, and that guy's fucking guilty. Yeah. And that guy's also father of three children in prison. Like, this man shouldn't even deserve to fucking reproduce. No doubt. Seriously, he's, like, clearly, like, if you read any of the fucking books or you've looked into anything on Manson, like, he's clearly one of the main people, like, and they, even these other weird stories I've heard, like, um about him being the real weirdo and stuff like people that had been out to the ranch and told the story and said, yeah, he was a real fucking weirdo. You know what I mean? Like, he was there's something wrong with him. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, I just have to think that this guy knew what he was doing. I don't care what the fuck you said. You were on speed or whatever. I don't give a fuck, dude. I've been high on shit, too. And yeah. I know, like, partially what I'm doing. You know what I mean? I've been high on some real fucking crazy shit. And I still partially knew what I was doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I still had control over, like, whether I was going pick to a, pick a knife up and stab somebody 80 times. Yeah, I think I'm going to know the difference between, you know, right and wrong. It doesn't matter what I'm on. Well, I don't know. I've never done math, so I hear people get crazy off that. So,
2: But, you know, all math aside. <laughs> they didn't have bath salts back then, or at least nobody knew how to use right. them. Right. <laughs>
1: Yeah, then he would have. He should have been eating his victim, not fucking stabbing. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of connections to Manson family in these old, like earlier uh, films by John Waters. Um, but yeah, this is probably like uh, like scene wise memorably. This is probably one of his better films, other than Pink Flamingos. Dale, I highly recommend you get on Pink Flamingos. Yeah. We'll cover it if you watch it. So cool. yeah, I got it. I'll watch it. I think you'll like it. If you like this, then you'll love that, you know. So
2: Yeah, this is good.
1: Um But yeah, this is just uh it has the same kind of feel as Pink Flamingo's Pink Flamingoes he was obviously it wasn't his first film, but it was his first larger production, and he was really, you could tell he was really trying to go balls to the wall, this one. Somewhat toned down, but uh, you know, still got some craziness going. I don't think he oh, yeah. really started, like, There's sle- There's sleazy down. stuff
2: that we didn't even talk about, like, the daughter going to find her dad, and the dad trying to, like, basically, Raper, like, wasn't yeah, it? basically trying to rape her, and yeah. then she, she stabs her yeah. dad to death and all that, yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. pulls his dick and up and be- like, "Come on, baby." <laughs> like divine. Yeah. It's some, all dirty yeah, and looks rich. like it has poop on it.
1: <laughs> I don't even remember I don't remember what is it Oh, really? His yeah. dick had looked like it had poop <laughs> yeah. on it? Yeah, that don't surprise me. I didn't notice that, yeah. Dale. That was nice of you pointing that out. I'll go the back little a things that
2: count. <laughs> Yeah, exactly.
1: I'll have to, I guess. I don't remember seeing that. Mm. interesting (laughs) yeah this this film i uh i really enjoyed this one i thought like because i didn't know if you had taken the movies in or not yet but i thought this might be a nice introduction to uh the john waters sleaze so
2: yeah i'm definitely digging it
1: and again like it's it's not talked about enough i don't think out there so i felt that uh it needed to be covered and talked about though In what better place than Exploited Cinema, so... The kings of Greece,
2: man. That's the place to do it. We try.
1: (laughs) We do. You know, this is where Sleaze Fiends unite for uh, whatever. (laughs) They're fix.
2: Absolutely.
1: Well, anything more to add
2: on this uh, film? No, I think that about covers it, like... It's weird, you know, like, people, just to give people an idea, you know, like, if it doesn't already sound weird, it's definitely weird, but it's, I like it, it's weird in a good way, and it's, it's crude, even the way it's made, it's kind of crude, but it's, it it has a real charm to it.
1: It's got good flow, it does flow well, it's a well-made film, Um, I think that's what. I think that's what the attraction is most is that, yeah, it's sleazy, but at the same time, like, he knew what he was doing when he shot it. Um, Pink Flamingos, there's a lot of static shots where it's, like, just one angle for the whole scene, and you know what I mean? That's uh, That's kind of how the old school style, I think Pink Flamingos from 71 or something, that was kind of dominant style back then, I guess, so it wasn't out of the ordinary, but... You know, as he went along, he moved the camera a lot more and probably, you know, got more confident uh, photographers, you know, on for projects. And uh, I want to mention, I did want to mention to Edith Massey, which is Gator. I don't know. It's his aunt or grandma or someone. Uh, aunt Ida. And yeah, that's what I thought. And uh, she's wearing that leather, yeah. <laughs> that leather
2: outfit. And stuff. She's, 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 she's all too she's big it. for it, but she's in it. <laughs>
1: She's in, uh, she's in Pink Flamingos too. She's uh like dressed up as a baby in, like a fucking, um, in like a crib, and she's always like, "When's the Eggman coming?" <laughs> I'm yeah, telling if you, if you. If you want to get yeah, a flash Pink of a grandma
2: like playing with her tits, then you know, it's a good movie for you.
1: Edith's hot. <laughs> I'd fuck her. I'd have fucked her. She's freak. I can tell. She's the old freak. <laughs> Dale wants to find out if she has a hairy bush.
2: Yeah, I don't know about that one.
1: <laughs> oh God.
2: Edith looks, looks like just she kind of can suck like... some good.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's she's the back over the head kind of gal. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just kind of like a hole where the mouth comes, in, you know, goes in, and then you just put your dick in there.
2: Turn off the lights. Yeah. You Come know... on. What the hell? Come on. I said what the. Hell. All right,
1: all right. <laughs> oh, good, good. You agreed, then. Yes. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell? Oh, shit. They're all the same with the light. Well, oh, God. <laughs> lights, lights off, lights off, yeah. Yes.
2: Well, I think that well, wraps her up.
1: Huh? Yeah, we'll wrap it up. It's been a, it's been a shorty. I don't know. We, uh, we just wanted to grace all the listeners with our greasy, heavenly presence and uh, come and talk about something we've been watching lately. So, Although, on my end it's been far and few between, but hey we're getting some reviews together. So,
2: I've been watching a bunch of stuff, but it's like nothing really that fits in Exploited Cinema much.
1: What, have you been going out uh, watching movies at the theater with a the wife and no, kids? No, not at the
2: theater, just oh. shitting my backlog of stuff that I haven't watched yet. Catching up on Netflix. Finally getting to, yeah. Yeah. A few few movies that people said were like kind of classics that I'd never seen. I don't know about classics, but you know what I mean, like cult classics, I guess.
1: What have you been watching, like Ten Commandments? What what have you been watching?
2: I watched like, (laughs) I watched Dune. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Brazil. Never seen that. Yeah, that's wacky. It's pretty cool, though. I think you'd like it. Like wacky sort of dystopian Really? Yeah, like sci-fi. It's got Robert De Niro in it too, and it's, his character is like awesome. He's not even a main character; well, he's kind of semi-main character, but yeah, it's a good movie. I will have to check
1: that out. I'm always uh, down for the dystopian-esque films.
2: Definitely. I started watching The Abyss. I'm like halfway through that one.
1: Yeah, and... I'm not a really a big Abyss fan. It's okay.
2: I got the extended cuts. I guess originally they cut it all to hell. Um, and then oh, I oh really a yeah. cut I've done probably that movie cursed uh, Wes Craven Wes Craven yeah it's like a werewolf movie I it was actually pretty is better than I thought it was gonna be
1: I avoided that one
2: it was pretty good I probably, I
1: probably won't be visiting it <laughs> sorry Dale <laughs> so that's fine I didn't it say it was I didn't easy.
2: say it was a classic but it was pretty good yeah uh
1: Mulberry Street Oh, I've heard of that. That's, yeah. uh, is that Lynch?
2: No, it's the, it's all actually all the, um, the same team that made Stakeland. That's basically, oh, okay. that's what got my interest in it. It was weird. It, was, it was pretty the... good, but it was weird, like really low budget, you know what I mean? Like, it's what, pe- like, basically people, pe- or... kind of, like maybe yeah, it was, a little VHS bit higher. Yeah, I've seen some of it anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah it sucked, but anyway. <laughs>
2: yeah, these people get bit by, like, these mutant rats and then they turn into like rat people kind (laughs) of start killing each other like zombies and it's, it's pretty, it's not bad. And then I seen, uh, attack the block. You ever heard that one? I heard about
1: it. I hear it's good.
2: Yeah, it was pretty cool. It's like in Britain, all these like young gangster guys that are getting like, they're just, they're still kids, but they're just getting into the gang scene or whatever. And basically like an alien invasion happens. It's, really? It's, yeah, it's crazy, but it's really—it was pretty fucking cool, actually. I think you might like it.
1: i I should add that to the list. I should check that out.
2: Yeah, I dug it.
1: I've heard good things, so I'm trying, Dale. I'm gonna try to get back to the theater too here and start watching some more movies. So.
2: Yeah, I don't get to the theater much, but I hit the DVDs pretty hard.
1: Yeah. Well, I try to get out. I've been, uh, you know, kind of hibernating the theater thing for a while there, then got back to it, and then, yeah, kind of been off the scale. But there really ain't been anything worth a fuck that I wanted to see. The last thing I seen was the Evil Dead remake. Oh, shit, that's on Blu-ray and DVD now already, so.
2: Yeah, I already got it, but I haven't watched it yet.
1: Oh, really? Did you check out uh, Texas Chains? I got that,
2: that and I haven't watched it yet either.
1: (laughs) what did you buy them or you just got are they on netflix
2: i got them off of netflix Mm. you know how i do
1: yeah yeah netflix band. uh, yeah for sure (laughs) um yeah i mean uh yeah i rented a chainsaw again just to check it out because i saw it in the theater in 3d and it was pretty good and uh, i watched it again and i on just like 2d and i thought well this isn't a bad movie and so i think i will be uh soon here adding it to the collection and uh, i think it's worthy to sit uh, next to the other chainsaw films it's not better than the original um but it's good so and maybe there'll be some talk about it more in the future you never know yeah <laughs> <laughs> well with that i think we should uh i think we should cut this loose and uh before we ramble on even more i know we rambled on through the intro and i'm sure uh this episode went longer than i had envisioned but uh yeah with that uh stay tuned we'll uh we'll be back again uh next month uh with uh something fun and uh yeah we're gonna jam a song out and you've been listening to Exploited cinema
2: stay sick